This is Joe. And this is Nat. And you're listening to the Getting Better with Age podcast, the show that helps you navigate midlife challenges and turn them into opportunities to grow and evolve into a happier, healthier, and more empowered you. And remember, getting older doesn't mean that the best years have to be behind you. We believe, like a fine wine, you and your life can get better with age. And we're here to show you exactly how to do that. So grab a glass of vino, kick off your shoes, and join us in discovering how to make the next chapter of your life the best one yet. Hey, everyone, it's Joe. Hey, and it's Nat. Welcome to back another episode of Getting Better with Age. We're so happy to have you here again with us. Um, so I'm going to start with a question like I always do. The burning question. <laughs> today's question is, what is spirituality to you? And what role does it play in your life now in midlife? And is it different from when you were younger? So it's an interesting question. Why are we starting with this question today? Well, because to me, spirituality is an integral part of leading a life of fulfillment, of peace, of joy. So without that, for me, I think it's going to make the journey more difficult. Okay. So this is always about we're creating it for those individuals like us who are on right. this midlife journey who want a better life, yeah. who want to get better with age. So we talk about spirituality and realizing the role it plays in creating a better life. So has it always been like that? You know, Have you always been a spiritual person? Yes and no. <laughs> so, of course, growing up when I was, you know, younger, we went to church all the time. You know, I grew up in a Catholic family. Um, even as an adult, you know, in my 20s, I went to church every Sunday because I felt a connection to something. But I also felt a lot of guilt with that. Like if I didn't go to church or, you know, if I didn't go to confession, like I was a bad person, you know, uh, the Italian Catholic yes. guilt. Catholic, I know some Catholic. of you are Irish Jewish out there. You, you grew up with the <laughs> same indoctrination, you know, you do follow these rules. If not, you need to feel guilty. Otherwise you're going to burn in hell. Yeah, exactly. Hey, we get it. Yeah. And I always questioned it, you know, when I was younger, I will never forget going to confession. And like, we had to go after CCD and we would sit in the pew and, I was like nine years old, maybe eight. I don't even remember. I was so young and I'd be like, hmm, why do I have to tell my sins to this man to tell God? Like, why can't I just tell him myself? It's like buying a car. Let's just take out the middleman. Yeah, go around. So, you know, that young, I started questioning. And as I got older, I started to feel like, well, wait a minute. Why can't I just have my own personal relationship with God, with universe, with whatever's bigger out there? You know, for me, that was God. I'm like, why can't I just do that? Why do I have to have these rules that I have to follow in order to be a good person? When I knew deep down I was a good person. I am a good person. So it, I, I learned how to kind of nurture that relationship with God and with my spirituality without feeling guilty about the, the rituals and, and the weekly mass and everything. And, 
And it made me feel so much better. And I felt so much freer because I'm like, oh, I could do things my own way and it's okay. And I don't have to feel guilty. And I think that's really the key in the spiritual journey that we're all on, because most of us grow up with some kind of indoctrination, Mm -hmm. some kind of um, believing that this is who God is. And I think that's how most religions operate, right? This is the who God is according to scriptures, Bibles, beliefs that are passed on cultures, and you need to believe in this God. And when you do life is okay. But if you don't follow these rules that we're espousing on you, then you're going to run into trouble. And also you're going to burn into hell. And I think as we go through this, there's that inner knowing that, well, wait a minute, this doesn't make sense. And I can tell you that, you know, I went to Catholic school for 13 years from kindergarten to the day I graduated high school. And I remember so many things that I've been taught going, wait a minute, this doesn't make sense. Like if God is all loving and, and all kind and all powerful, like why do we need to like tell it to the man behind the cloth? Why do we need to tell our sins to him? Why do we need to go? Why can't we go direct to him? Why do we need to go to church to pray? Like, why can't we pray in the comfort of our own home? Now I get community and all that, mm-hmm. but a lot of it, like you said, if we don't go, we're sinners, we're guilty. Versus, is that really true? Like, does God prefer you to go to church and pray and walk out and be a hypocrite like a lot of people? Right. Or does God prefer you to, you know what, just stay in the comfort of your home, home, say your prayers, connect from your heart to mine, and then go live a Christian life. Now, again, we're not here to tell people what to believe because it's your journey. We're just here to start a dialogue because I know there's so many individuals who still to this day struggle with guilt, struggle with believing that religion is spirituality. And I believe they're two totally different things. Right. And here's the thing. Your religion could be your spirituality and that's wonderful. And if your religion is sacred to you, and you truly believe that this is what I need in my life. This is what I feel in my heart. This is what's going to make me a better person. This is what's connecting me to the bigger world out there, to beyond my physical being. That's fabulous. And and But it's for those who kind of feel like if I'm not religious, I can't be spiritual. I can't have a relationship with God. I can't have a relationship with the universe. I can't have you know, a a connection to whatever's bigger out there, bigger than me. I can't make a difference unless I follow a religion. And, you know, I'm here to say that it's it's okay because again, I, when I was able to make that shift and to kind of break away, I felt so free. I really did because it's like, wow, I can still pray. I can still have faith. I can still have a connection. I can still make a difference in this world without feeling guilty. And I think that's really key, you know, to emphasize for some individuals, traditional religion is a wonderful way of strengthening their spirituality and relationship to God. You know, to this day, you know, my, my parents, Oh yeah, right. You know, my mom and my stepdad, like they have to go to church every Sunday. If, if they're like in Aruba, they have to find the church, you know, to my mother's like, you should go to church. And, you know, I feel so calm and so peaceful when I'm at church. I'm like, that's great. That works for you. That's awesome. But when I go to church, I sit there, I look at the ceiling. I'm <laughs> like, I can't, re- it doesn't resonate with me. But when I do those things to strengthen my relationship with the divine, 
to pray and to connect from my heart, it doesn't matter where I am, but neither is wrong or neither is right. And I think that's a big problem with most religions and look at the world, um, world wars have started throughout the world over religion, over religion. And, you know, to this day, you know, a lot of what's happening with terrorism is that, you know, you need to believe what we believe. And because you believe or live differently, you're wrong and we're right. And I think that's part of the polarization that, that, causes so much problems in the world where if we truly were coming from a spiritual place would be is what you're doing working for you well then you know what and that's bringing you closer to the divine and helping you to live a more divine like peaceful loving life then beautiful keep doing it but if i choose to do it a different way and that's working for me that's okay too i always say it's like cars right? No car is better than the other in the fact that one, both will take you to the same place. Yeah. One might look nicer, have more, you know, electronics and more fancy gadgets. But the bottom line is if you get in a car, you turn the key, it's going to take you from point A to point B. And I think that's how religions are. It doesn't matter which one you use, but what's the one that's going to take you to the final destination, which is creating that relationship with the divine, where, as you said, you feel at peace, you feel free to be you. Now, that's not a ticket for hedonism. Like, you know, oh, I'm free. (laughs) I'm going to be me. I'm going to do whatever I want at the expense of the rest of the world. That's that's not very loving. That's not very um, spiritual. Right. Because I think when we're spiritual, we, we live according to what our heart knows to be true, not what our mind and ego believes is true, but what our heart knows to be true. Right. And what's interesting is, you know, like, I I felt free, meaning, but free kind of in my soul, in my soul to kind of be able to do, to feel what I want to feel without guilt. And it's interesting because we talked about, you know, going to church when I was in my twenties, I would go to church every, well, Saturday night, I would go every Saturday night. But when I would go, I never listened to what was going on. I kind of went through the motions, right? But that was my time to kind of be with myself, to be at peace, to pray myself. Again, just to be at peace, but just in the confines of the building per se, I still felt good. Like it made me feel good to be surrounded by, um, you know, the statues and the, the, I used to love the smell of the incense and the candles. And like, I felt at peace. I didn't listen to what was going on. So I wasn't, you know, the rituals didn't matter to me. It was just me being with myself is what gave me the peace. Right. And I think you just hit the nail on the head. That's what spirituality is. It's you connecting to yourself and to the divine. And it doesn't matter where you do it, mm-hmm. how you do it, when you do it. The key is that you do it. And I think this is so important for many of us who are at that midlife journey, you know, who have done things the traditional way. Right. Right. And who have followed certain indoctrination and who have done life according to what we were told to do. And then we get halfway through and go, wait a minute. I don't have that peace I desire in my heart. I don't have that fulfillment. You know, it amazes me that so many individuals and I was once one of them who believed in God, the traditional God, Mm -hmm. but really didn't live a life of faith. Right. Right. Because it's like, oh, I believe in God. I know God will answer my prayers, but you know what? I got to go do this or I got to go do that because they really didn't have faith 
So there's a difference between, we've talked about this before, knowing something, understanding something and embodying it. And I think when you truly are a spiritual person, you are embodying that relationship with the divine. You are knowing it's all working out for my highest good. Everything's going to be okay. There's a lesson in here. It does not make sense to me. And we all know those people, right, who truly live in faith and they're good and their life is beautiful. But I also know a lot of individuals who are quote unquote religious or claim that they're spiritual and their lives are a fucking train wreck. (laughs) And it's like, do you think this is what God wants for you? And they're not willing to look at the role they're playing in their spiritual journey. Because I think, I believe, or what I know to be true is the spiritual journey is about us growing, evolving, being better divine creations, learning and understanding more of who we really are and why we're really here. Look, we talked about it. You know, material stuff is cool, Mm. right? And I think material stuff makes the human journey fun and exciting, creates a lot of great magic moments and memories. But at the end of the day, material things don't make you grow. They don't make you evolve. They don't help you to experience who you really are. And I think, you know, there's the side that, you know, materialism is bad. And I don't think it's neither. I think it's neutral. It's like what you do with it. Like if you use it to have fun and to enjoy life, like you're a human being, like go have fun, go experience. I think God, the universe created these material things so we can enjoy and we can have fun. But when we understand those aren't the be all or end all. They don't bring true happiness, true fulfillment. You can have all that stuff, but if you're not growing, you're not evolving, you're not strengthening your relationship with the divine and who you really are, you're still going to be miserable. Right. But when you do both, it's like, hey, you know what? I'm strengthening my relationship with the divine, but you know what? I'm doing something that I love. I'm making a difference in the world. I have money where I can do more things. I can help more people. That's, that's when life truly is fulfilling when you're walking on both sides. Right. And I, and I struggled with that for a while too, because, you know, I always remember my mother saying, well, you should be grateful for what you have because there are people that have less and yes, there are. But then when I realized, you know, when I started really understanding my spiritual journey, I'm like, well, wait a minute, making money isn't bad. You know, having material things isn't bad. I'm like, because the more I have, the more I can give to those who do have less than I do. So that's when that, you know, light bulb went off. It's not, it's not about, again, feeling guilty or, you know, and if, I'm always grateful for everything I have, but there's also the reality of, you know, we have three kids we have to right. feed and clothe and we have a mortgage to pay and an electric bill and car payments, you know? So yes, we need to, you know, build a business and make money and that's okay. But it's when I realized that, yes, the more I have, the more I can give. And that's what drives me so much. It's not about getting the new car. You know, I always wanted a Cadillac, right? Because my father always drove, drove Cadillacs. I'm like, oh, I want a Cadillac. And now I'm real. I'm like, I don't need the Cadillac. I'm okay with my Chevy Traverse. As long as I know I, I'm doing my job and I'm taking care of the people that I love and I can give back. That's when I know that I'm living the life that I want to live. And that's how I'm going to feel peace and fulfillment. Right. And, and that's really the key. It's, it's understanding. It, it's really connecting to your heart. I think that's what the spiritual journey is, is being able to connect to your heart and getting your mind and ego out of the way and go, okay, what lights me up? 
what brings me true joy, what brings me true fulfillment. Because mm-hmm. I know for me, what brings me true joy and fulfillment is being able to make a difference in life, yep. but also having nice things and enjoying nice things while I'm here. You know, I know at this stage of my life, it may change in five, 10, 15 years, who knows? But it's like, I don't want to be one of those people who's just like 100% spiritual and walking around in a cloth, you know, dumpster diving to eat. Like, yeah. I, I love going out to dinner and, and being able to buy expensive things because I can, not because they mean anything to me. Like, I'm not driven by material things. Right. But I, you know, I like things. I'm sure some of you listening can relate, right? It's nice when you dress a certain way or you wear something or, you know, you look a certain way or you, you get in a nice car and you're driving that car. I remember when we were married after our first, I think it was after Daniel. And then I took your car. Oh, he hated my car. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was an Oldsmobile Alero. And you bought it new. <laughs> you bought it when we were together. And it was right before we were right. So it wasn't like this old thing of (laughs) twenty years. Like it, it was a relatively new car. But hated that. I hated driving that fucking car, (laughs) and like I just, I, I just didn't like anything about it. It Just didn't. I didn't feel good driving. And then after that is when we got our first Cadillac. The Cadillac. And right. (laughs) And I loved driving that car, and I felt so good. And it wasn't about look at me, I'm driving right. a Cadillac because I didn't give a shit. Right. What, but I felt good driving it. And I think that's part of this universe we live in and part of the spirituality is enjoying the benefits of what we can manifest into our life, working hard and being able to afford a Cadillac and say, hey, you know what? I earned this. And not that it makes me better. It's not that I'm superficial, but you know what? This is, this is an affirmation to myself of who I am and, and the work that I'm doing. But again, yeah. it's not like, you know, you're chasing the materialism. It's just that right. the materialism is just a confirmation of you being on a journey and experience the wonders, the benefits, the abundance of this thing called life. Mm-hmm. And again, it's not being like those individuals where, you know what, materialism is bad. You know, yeah, if you use it in the wrong way, I would say it's like fire. Like material things are like fire. Fire is a wonderful thing. Right. It can warm your food. It can warm your house. It can toast marshmallows. (laughs) Right. It can, you know, burn your garbage, but it can also burn your house down. It can scar you. It can maim you. It can destroy things. So fire in and of itself is something neutral. It's how it's used. And I think materialism is the same way. But understanding, you know, the benefits of a spiritual journey and experiencing the life that you were created by going within and discovering who you really are and who also who the divine is. Cause I think so many of us have been indoctrinated with this, this bullshit of who God is like, you know what? God is this unconditionally loving being, except if you don't follow his rules. And if you don't follow his rules, then you're a sinner. Then you need to go to confession. Then you're going to burn in hell. Then you need to atone for your sins. And it's like, well, wait a minute. I get free will. He loves me unconditionally, except (laughs) when I don't follow those rules. And I'm like, does that make sense? And again, I'm not here to tell you what your truth is. We're just here to shine light, to help lead you to the truth. But I know some of you are listening going, yeah, you know what? I felt the same way. And thank you for sharing this. And some of you go, you know what? I've learned that lesson too. And I agree. And other people go, you know what? 
no, you need to believe in my God. You're a sinner and I'm praying for your soul. That's well, okay. thank you. Pray for my soul. I appreciate it, but I'll take it up with the big guy when I get to the other side. Right, exactly. Um, yeah, no, I totally agree. And then, you know, I know <laughs> Joe always talks about, this is funny. He always, you know, when he was going through like a crisis of, of he would always say like, oh, I kind of feel like I have to like give up all my worldly possessions and like move to Bali and meditate yeah. for hours. Yeah. And, and you kind of felt like that was what you had to do to be spiritual, right? You had to like, just go away and then not live the life that you want to live. And, and that's just not it at all. And spirituality will bring you even closer to who you are and who you were meant to be, you know, and the great part is too, when you're struggling with who you are and who you were meant to be, and you go through times of crisis, it's that spirituality that's going to get you through to bring you closer to who you really are. Yeah. You do not have to renounce your worldly possessions. No. <laughs> you do not have to move to the other side of the world to some spiritual community. Unless again, it's part of your spiritual journey is you feel called to that, you know, and that was one of the things, you know, I said when I was going through my spiritual journey, I'm like, Oh my God, you know, I, I know I'm feeling called, but do I have to move? Do I have to give up everything? You know, but I have a wife, I have a family and it's kind of like God, universe, divine goes, really? Do you think I'm going to make you give up the things that you love? <laughs> in order to find peace, to find me, I'm everywhere. And you can find it in Emerson, New Jersey, because that's where I am. Because, you know, the divine is everywhere all the time. There, there's a great book, you know, if you really want to look into this more, um, really helped Joe and I both. It's called The We Consciousness by Karen Noe. It really shed so much light on how we are connected to everybody and everything and how there's so much guidance and support from the universe. So, if you, you know, if you ever have a chance, that's a great book to get. Yes. If, if you're at that point in where, because it really helps you understand that we're not alone and that we're all connected on a divine spiritual energetic level. And it's, it's a great, great book. And the, to be quite honest, the first time I read it, I'm like, yeah, this is cool. And then I read it about, I don't know, six months ago, a year ago. And I'm like, resonated in a completely different level. So sometimes you, you have to realize you're on a journey and, and you might read something and it's like, eh, or you might hear something, but then as you continue on later, it really resonates and it really sticks with you because you weren't ready for it back then. Well, actually I read that book first, one of our book club books with my girlfriend and uh, I talked about it with Joe and he's like, oh yeah, whatever. Like it just didn't resonate. And then you asked me about it. I don't remember what happened, but we started talking about it again and you asked for my copy and he started reading it. And this was like a couple of years later and he totally resonated. So yeah, yeah. it's and interesting. It's all where you're at on your journey. Yeah, And, and that's the beautiful part of the yeah. spiritual journey is you get exactly what you need when you need it, as long as you are doing your work. Now, I know some of you are out there like, but I don't know what to do. I'm struggling. I want to develop my spiritual relationship. Do something. Okay, take one step in that direction, because I promise you, if you sit on your ass and do nothing, it's not going to happen. You have to take action. That, that's your job. When you take action and move towards in, in the direction of what you want, becoming more spiritual, then the universe responds. So right. go, go on Amazon, go buy We Consciousness, go to YouTube do something sometimes go to go just, to church sometimes it's, yeah it's like sitting at church or sitting in nature for me it was always sitting on the beach and really connecting to kind of who you are and really feeling that peace of who you are and and trying to connect so you know that's what we kind of asked you to do we'll ask you to do today 
if you're really having trouble connecting, just take one step. Like Joe said, it's read a book, go to church, walk out in, in nature with bare feet or whatever it might be for you just to take that step. So we invite you to do that. Yeah. Just, just start off. Like, what is it that I want? Right. Yeah. It's like, you got to tell God, divine universe. Okay. I want to have a better relationship with you. I want to be more spiritual. Okay. So you're declaring that you're telling them, Hey, this is what I want. And then it's like, okay, I'm going to take a step. I'm just going to take a, a leap of faith. I'm going to take a step in that direction. And I promise you when you do that, then you will receive guidance in whatever way the universe finds best for you. If it's listening to a podcast, if it's watching a video yeah. on YouTube, if it's something you see on television, it can be walking in the street and seeing someone wearing a t-shirt, whatever mm -hmm. it may be, right? The universe knows, God knows yeah. how to best connect with you to give you the message. You just got to pay, pay attention and then just keep moving and keep moving. It's like a muscle. You just keep building it and building it until it becomes strengthened, but it's not a magic quick pill where, okay, I've got it. I do this and now I've got it. There is no hack to the spiritual journey. And anybody who says there is, is full of crap. So, <laughs> you know, your homework, take that one step. Right. And if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us via, you know, via email, Natalie at the love mentors.com or Joe at the love mentors.com. You can also reach out on social media with by direct messaging. Um, all our links for social media and our emails will be listed on the, um, in this podcast description. And remember, if you have a friend or family member that you feel can benefit from this, just do them a favor and forward it Just say, Hey, I was thinking of you. You might like this and then send it to them because we need more love in the world. We yes. need more light in the world. We need to develop our relationships with the divine because that's ultimately who we are and why we're here. And so you are a divine creation. You deserve to have everything your heart desires, but you have free will. You got to go yeah. make it happen. Hopefully this helps take you in one step in that direction. One step in the right direction. All right. We love and appreciate you. you. We'll see you next Bye. time.